Hey, Changemakers, welcome back to the Engage for Good podcast. I'm your host, Allie Murphy. As Mental Health Awareness Month comes to a close, I wanted to bring you an episode that ties together mental health and corporate social impact. This episode is also the first in our series on point-of-sale fundraising. Joanne, Nationwide Children's Hospital, and Honor Sleeves partnered for Empowerment Through Crafting, a campaign set to inspire conversations about mental health through creativity. In today's episode, I'm joined by Joanne's Senior Corporate Communications Specialist, Samantha Booth, and Nationwide Children's Hospital and On Our Sleeves Director of Social Impact and Corporate Philanthropy, Amanda Dove, to dive into this campaign. The partnership and craft projects they've co-created since 2021 are designed to help children express themselves while breaking down stigmas around mental health. In today's episode, we will explore a behind-the-scenes look at empowerment through crafting, advice for listeners looking to develop successful consumer-facing campaigns, how the partners ensure a mutually beneficial program, the key factors that contributed to raising half a million in year one and surpassing a million dollars in year two, how they gained employee buy-in, the four success pillars of their point-of-sale fundraising strategy, and the importance of educating and listening to employees. And with that, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Nationwide Children's Hospital and On Our Sleeves. Hey, Amanda and Samantha, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Excited to be here. Excited to have you both here. We are all more than what we do for work. So Amanda, tell us a little bit about you as a person and what you do at On Our Sleeves and Nationwide. I am a mom, first and always. I have three kiddos. I have a very 13-year-old daughter, an (laughs) 11-year-old son, (laughs) um, and an 8-year-old son. And they are just full of life and energy, and they definitely keep me busy, and life is never boring. Um, So that's that's me first and always. On a professional side, I am the Director of Social Impact and Corporate Philanthropy with On Our Sleeves and Nationwide Children's, and I really work at the intersection of corporate philanthropy and social impact. Um, That's a key focus with experience across, oh, a whole bunch of different things as (laughs) all of us do, from acquisition and activation of new partners um, to managing corporate uh, cause partnerships, integrated marketing campaigns, event strategy, brand development. And other duties as assigned, as I think we all like to say. The end well. of every job description. Yes. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I, I really want to work hard to support parents like me, um, especially as they are working so hard to support every aspect of their child's health. And a lot of us didn't grow up talking about children's mental health and how that impacts our life and how we can um, learn about it and put good practices into place from an early age. So I'm excited to be part of that shift that's happening in society and work hard every day to make that more accessible to parents and teachers across the U.S. All right, Samantha, what about you? Tell us a little bit about you as a person and what you do at Joanne. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I too am a mom, uh, first and foremost. So I have uh, one little one. He is um, almost five years old. So we're prepping him, um, getting ready for kindergarten, but it's just such a fun age um, just to see him going and learning new sports and activities. Um, I also have a little dog who's eight, 
years old. Her name is Mitzi and she is uh, four pounds. So she's teeny tiny, but has a huge personality. (laughs) Um, But my role at Joanne is um, I'm the senior corporate communication specialist. So within my role and responsibilities, um, I handle all of our corporate communications, internal comms, um, culture building events, um, you know, all hands meetings and just any kind of internal event or activation that we have. Um, we have over 840 store locations across the United States. Um, but the other portion of my role, um, which is my biggest passion, is our charitable partnership. So I manage all of our national charitable partnerships. Um, and then, you know, everything from large scale point of sale campaigns all the way down to individual donation requests that we receive at the store level. So I say that I truly have the best role in our organization because I get to not only work for, um, you know, an amazing creative retailer, but then I also get to partner with so many outstanding organizations, you know, similar to On Our Sleeve. Okay, so I'm I'm very excited to dive into your partnership today and to pull out some lessons learned. So before we really dive into the lessons learned piece, Amanda, would you give us a short overview of your empowerment through crafting campaign? Our partnership with Joanne is only in its third year, so we are still a, a very young cause marketing partnership. Um, but it's been really fun ever since the very first time that we talked with them. Um, it's really interesting, you know, cause Joanne is a national leader when it comes to sewing and fabrics and, um, really in the arts and craft industry and where we're a leader is when it comes to providing evidence-informed resources for children's mental health. And so we knew that there were some great research studies out there, um, showing that tight correlation between creative expression and mental well-being, especially in kids. And Joanne has a goal always to inspire creativity in everyone. Um, and so the empowerment and crafting projects are really kind of a marriage of the things that we're both really good at um, and we're both really uniquely good at. Um, and so those projects really share the, the positive impact of creation and mental wellness, along with raising funds um, in the stores and bringing visibility to the resources provided by On Our Sleeves. Um, so it's just been a really cool partnership to see it, it kind of kick off a couple of years ago um, and continue on. We work closely, our clinical team works closely with the Joanne team um, to create and design together these um, these crafts that help children express themselves and inspire conversations about mental health and creativity and just kind of help parents, teachers to set that culture of conversation up through crafting time. Um, so it's been really, really great for us. It's just, it's a beautiful program. Joanne provides the crafting and On Our Sleeves provides the conversations. I like it. And I also like how you pointed out that you are a leader in the kind of mental health, mental wellness space, and they are a leader in the crafting and creativity space. And it's really about a partnership that brings both of your core functionalities together, which is important. Samantha, you raised half a million in year one and over a million in year two, which is awesome. And also a really big increase. What key factors contributed to that huge increase? 
Yeah, we were so thrilled to see that growth. Obviously, you know, going into year one, you never know what to expect going into a new partnership, but we were really confident just, you know, knowing that we had such a strong story to tell. Um, and, you know, on our sleeves being such an outstanding cause, we knew that we would get the buy-in from our team members and our customers. But I think that our growth from year one to year two can really be attributed to two things. Um, one being um, our employee education and the other being our employee um, engagement. So as far as education goes, you know, we really made sure that we had conversations with our team members to learn and understand um, what their connection and um, knowledge was of our charitable partnerships, like on our sleeve. Um, and through those conversations, we really pulled out that they were um, yearning for a little bit more information and understanding and wanted to know why, the why behind all of it and how the funds are used and why this partnership is important. And I think that really focusing on answering those questions and arming our team members with the knowledge and the resources that they have, not only to speak confidently to our customers about the cause, but then also just knowing that those free resources are available for them to use and for their families and you know the teachers in their lives. I think it just makes it such a strong story to tell. And then they're just empowered and confident in asking for that donation at point of sale. Um, the other aspect is employee engagement. And this is something that we've really thrived on um, here at Joanne. And, you know, that really lends itself to a little friendly competition and um, just having that, that sense of, um, you know, being the top store and wanting to strive to get to that next goal or that fundraising goal. We'll have um, mini competitions within the stores, within our districts and regions. Our team members will create and design their own t-shirts or banners to put up in the store just to really engage um, our team members, make them feel and know that they're a part of such an important cause. Um, and it just really leads to um, just a, a more all hands, all on deck, inclusive environment where everybody feels like they really are a part and making a difference. Okay, I want to take the flip side of that now. So that all sounds really exciting. Amanda, what are some of the biggest challenges you face in implementing the campaign over the last two years, or maybe the start of this one? And how did you overcome them? Well, it's so interesting to have heard what Samantha just said, because one of the biggest hurdles that I feel like we always face when kicking off a new partnership is is really around the challenge of how do you launch this in a purpose-filled way? And I think that that can be particularly tricky when it comes to a mental health cause because mm. um, the first thing that you have to do when you are advocating for mental health or supporting mental health endeavors is you have to find a way to, to discover what stigmas already exist there and how do we break them? Um, before you can even move forward with that. So I think that's always the biggest hurdle is, is in a new partnership is breaking stigmas that people are entering it in, into the partnership with. Um, and the best way to do that is finding common ground. So after 2020, and so it was really interesting, our, jo our partnership with Joanne launched in 2021, but we started conversations with them obviously earlier. And um, in 2020, everyone could see that that our kids and their mental health 
like they just needed help. Everybody was going right. through the same thing. They were seeing, they were trying to work from home. Their kids were, you know, going through all sorts of different things. Um, so everyone could see that and parents weren't really sure where to turn to or who to trust. So they started, um, it that turned out really to be the best place where we could start is finding that common ground where people were experiencing that their employees were experiencing that their customers were experiencing that teachers who were getting crafting supplies and trying to help their their kiddos at home were experiencing that um and everyone had needed help understanding like where they could find these expert resources and that's where we could be common ground and we had it in a way that was fun and accessible mm-hmm. and it has the fun iconography on it. So it made it easy to start these conversations with kiddos about how they were feeling. Um, and so we really just kind of start there. And as Samantha said, that education piece for their employees um, is really, really key, especially when we are tackling something like mental health for children, the first thing you got to do is educate. Um, so we really work on that when, whenever we're launching a new partnership is we work on attacking a stigma, mm-hmm. educating the team, and then helping them to build skills so that they can teach those skills to the children in their life so that everybody can understand and promote children's mental health. Um, because we really think that everybody has a role to play there. Um, and it's great with somebody like Joanne because crafting is so not scary, <laughs> right? Um, Very nice and approachable. Health, yes, yes. But the topic of mental health, especially when it comes to children, it can be so scary. It can be really scary and daunting. And whenever we can find a place where we can educate the team, and then the team can feel empowered to find a way to connect with the rest of their team and their customers and any of the kids that might be coming into their stores or interacting with their brand. Um, And Joanne just had this unique ability to do that. And so it was really exciting to to kind of start to watch that take foot once the the employees were really well educated. And then they became super engaged (laughs) with it, which is just exciting. So we're, we're really excited to watch that now in our third year of the campaign um, to see to see how that's going to take off. I think we've got some fun things in store this year. So it'll be great to to watch that continue to grow. I like the two answers that you gave and how they really build on each other. Because you talked about attacking a stigma and educating the team. Samantha, you talked about learning and understanding, kind of really listening to employees and then building off of that and adding competition. So those four pieces of attack stigma, educate the team, listen, and then build from there, I think are really great roadmap. So Amanda, one of the things you talked about is how crafts can be something that's really fun to engage with. They're not scary, unless maybe you're a perfectionist, and then sometimes I can stare at a project and be like, ooh, this is intimidating. But you just got to start. So how did you approach developing the craft projects and then tie them to mental wellness practices? You know, I actually had a different answer prepared for this, but I'm going to go with your response because what we would do in that instance, and it's such a good example of how this has been built out this year is, you know, so I have a kiddo who is a perfectionist. I mean, he just wants it to be exactly Mm -hmm. right. And if not in his mind, that's a failure, right? But with the crafts that we would do here, some of the parenting skills that we would teach um, our parents as they are doing that craft with their kids is to give them positive affirmation as they're going through or to talk about it as they're going through the craft. Like, oh, 
I think you did such a great job putting that bead on. Or, oh, I like the colors that you chose. Why did you choose them? Mm -hmm. And so having that conversation throughout that encourages creativity, but also encourages like, there's no right or wrong way necessarily here. It's to do something that is engaging with your mind, engaging your artistic abilities and doing something fun with your hands and something that allows us to talk about it and something that allows the parent to have that kind of interaction with their child or teachers or coaches, whoever it is that might be doing that craft with their kid or a group of kiddos or whatever that might look like. But um, that's a lot of, so that is an example of how we might give recommendations for a parent to to work with a kiddo who is, you know, maybe nervous about doing the craft because, oh, maybe it doesn't look exactly like it does on the website. Mm -hmm. That's okay. We're all unique individuals. And what does it mean to you? And how do we, you know, talk about that? So um, that's kind of an example of how we would build that out. And over the years, I mean, it was really started to start these conversations with your kiddos while you were crafting. And Right away, we linked to resources with the Joanne team of, you know, here's where you can find conversation starters. Um, But as the relationship has progressed, we really became a lot more specific with it. So working really closely with the clinical team, the Joanne team um, put together these incredible crafts. And then we talk about, you know, what kinds of things are we doing here with this? Is it building something like how to practice gratitude or mindfulness? And How do you do that? What is this craft going to accomplish? And how do you practice it with your kiddo? How do you model it for your kiddo? Um, And and then how do you have these conversations? Still linking to conversation starters, still linking to some helpful parenting tips and behavioral tips. Um, And so that's how that has continued to grow and develop with us. It's been really neat, but there you go, Allie, the perfectionist. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to take some of these reminders. I don't have kids yet, but I'm going to take some of these reminders for myself and just tell them to myself. We'll just send you some positive affirmations. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've talked about kind of both sides of this partnership. And I'm curious, Samantha, how do you ensure that the partnership is mutually beneficial? We're just really fortunate and grateful. As I mentioned before, we have over 840 store locations and online presence, um, you know, uh, a pretty large brand following and established brand. So, you know, I I think that, you know, by utilizing that platform that we've been given and this following, we're able to partner with on our sleeves and promote their message and shit and spread the word on the resources that they have. So really making sure that we're using, um, you know, our platform for good is so important um, to us. And I think that, you know, our brand is we're celebrating our 80th year in business this year, oh, wow. which is super exciting. Um, but one of the, you know, founding um, qualities and one of the just the founding um, uh, just part of our brand and who we are has always been giving. It's really, truly in our DNA. Um, so I think that aligning with um, organizations like on our sleeve that are they're working to break down stigmas and provide the resources to um, you know people who are our customers, parents, teachers, all of those. It just works for both of us because not only does it allow us to promote that message and raise awareness, 
and raise funds, but then we're also able to help guide our customers and build that loyalty and build that trust with our customers. They're knowing that, you know, we're partnering with really meaningful causes that are making a difference. Um, so in partnering with that, you know, we're really able just to benefit one another and just continue to to grow this partnership, grow awareness, and hopefully break down those stigmas. So for generations to come and you know, those generations are going to be learning to be confident in really just breaking down those stigmas. And if it's through crafting or self-expression, those are our customers for generations to come. I started going to Joanne, I think probably in middle school, but then as I was talking to both these ladies before we started recording, in high school when I started sewing and Years later, I mean, I graduated from from high school a while ago. I will be going to Joanne's later this week to go pick out the fabric for one of my new dresses. So, yes, customers for years to come. Yeah, our you know we say that our business really is generational. We have so many people come into our stores and talk about their experience of remembering that they used to come visit with their grandmother, their mother. Mm -hmm. So. I think that just having that platform to do good and spread the word and provide these resources, we're just so honored um, to partner with a cause like On Our Sleeve. So what were some of the key elements of your point of sale fundraising strategy that you think contributed to the campaign success? I think that we have really just established a roadmap of best practices for our point of sales campaigns overall. And a lot of that really started um, with our On Our Sleeves campaign um, and just the growth that we've seen. It was kind of a pivotal moment, um, you know, really taking a holistic approach to um, the overall marketing of our campaign. So making sure that, you know, we're incorporating elements of our partnership in all of our marketing, whether it's in-store, online on our landing page, um, web banners, emails, um, social media, all of that. So really making sure that we're we're telling the consistent message across all of our channels. I think that that is really key to part of the success. And then going back to what we talked about earlier with our team member awareness and education, um, it was just, it's so pivotal to and paramount to the success of our campaign and providing our team members with the confidence um, to speak on behalf of the organization. Um, I think it just really has helped grow our partnership and just really has helped us speak to our customers and um, raise awareness. Um, two other things that we've done in our campaign this past year, which we're going to be doing again this year, um, one is working with um, influencers. So we have a okay. really robust um, influencer marketing program at Joanne. Um, as you can imagine, um, in the craft world, we do have a ton of makers and influencers that we're always working with, um, creating content. Um, but we've really tried to work with influencers that have that authentic um, connection to mental health awareness and specifically around children's mental health awareness. Um, so working with them to educate them on our partnership, they're able to come up with a craft or do one of the projects that we provide on joanne.com to share with their um, followers and then just amplify our partnership um, in a channel that it may not have you know, been noticed before. Um, And then the last piece that we've seen a lot of really great success with 
um, is a, ba- a bounce back coupon that we do at our point of sale. So as a thank you to our customers, we'll do a offer a coupon um, that they can come back into our store and use after they make a donation. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, the success of our campaign really is, you know, is due to our customers and their generosity and you know, we just want to say thank you to them. And we've seen a great success um, in a return on investment in that. Okay, so one of those pieces, well, actually, kind of a common theme throughout this episode has been on the employees, the teammates. Amanda, employee engagement is crucial for cause partnerships. You can honestly, they can make or break them. So tell us a little bit about how you built this important piece as you launched your partnership and how you grew your strategy for gaining employee buy-in. Well, I mean, you're right. Em- employee engagement is always huge. It's it's one of the most important factors to any cause marketing partnership, um, any retail partnership. So I think first and foremost, we're really lucky to have a true partner in Joanne who was willing to tackle this with us because without that kind of buy-in, you, you right. can, you're very limited. Um, so we're lucky to have a partner like Joanne who agrees with that and is willing to put in the work for it. Um, so for us, again, we're, we're only in a couple years here with Joanne, um, which is just so exciting to think about what this could be um, as we continue on. But, uh, and so excited to see what this year will bring. But as we're building this and thinking about employee engagement, especially with, with On Our Sleeves and the topic of children's mental health, we always really focus on three key steps um, when we're launching any kind of partnership. And that the first one is um, breaking the stigma around children's mental health, um, educating everybody, um, building kind of literacy skills almost, if you will, like making sure everyone's on the same terminology, like we all mm-hmm. know the basics of what we're talking about. Um, and then really working on building those skills and learning how to advocate for children's mental health. Um, and we find that, you know, those kind of three components are really important when when we're thinking about making it so that everybody can understand and promote children's mental health and everybody can be a voice for children's mental health and everybody can be an advocate for children's mental health. Um, and for any partnership, but especially with the Joanne partnership, it really is just this constant education has been a major contributing factor. Um, so we have standards like our kickoffs and store visits and, and strong communications with store managers that are, I think kind of, um, you know, standard with these kinds of campaigns. Um, but we're also engaging with Joanne employees, um, on an everyday level with offerings like our workplace curriculum, um, which Mm -hmm. I know you're familiar with Allie, um, and finding ways to, you know, encourage those store associates in a way that's really specific to them and to this partnership. Um, things like our spirit days to really keep them engaged, encouraging that creativity along with the education. Um, we already know that they, they're they naturally creative people who work for Joanne. Yeah. Um, they're, they themselves are like the best crafters, which is why, you know, they, they have the best lessons that you should take. But anyways, um, that's where I learned to do some specific stuff with embroidery completely different tangent. But anyways, um, so they themselves are are creative people that, and they are engaged with their community. And so, you know, making sure that we're engaging with them in the same capacity. I think that's where we found um, some real magic with this partnership and it helps them to, to really be strong advocates for us throughout the campaign, but also just throughout the year. Um, so I think that's really interesting too, with the Joanne stores, when I go to 
visit them outside of the campaign and they find out that I'm from the honor sleeves, they go, oh, we loved this or we loved that. And so they just become really engaged with it and they're champions year round. Um, and it just helps to kind of keep that momentum going. Um, and then by the time the next year comes around, they are just ready they're to go excited. and they have more ideas than we could ever dream of. Um, but it comes down to a good partner who's willing to put in the work with us on a year round basis. And that's, you know, who Joanne is. So we're lucky. That's such a good point, too, because we talked about employees can make or break a campaign. But another thing that makes campaigns really impactful is doing them year after year. Like we're coming up on Pride Month soon, and there are a number of organizations that do this really well. They engage with that community year round. And there are others that come in and maybe only do something in June. And so the power that you get of supporting something year round and then also coming back year after year and building these transformational partnerships instead of transactional ones means you learn so much along the way that you can then implement. So speaking of learnings, we're going to transition into some advice. So Samantha, what advice do you have for other companies that are looking to develop successful point of sale campaigns that are maybe supported by other activations like crafts or like the social media that you shared and emails, marketing, all of that? What what would you tell them? I think that it's really important and really just a key to look for partnerships that are authentic. Um, and really resonate and speak to your brand's mission and to your customers' beliefs. I think, um, you know, we've talked about the connection and how strong it is between creating and um, crafting and mental health and wellness. So it really is just so evident that there's that connection, that underlying connection there. Um, so I think that finding that authenticity, um, you can't make that up. You know, nope. it's, it, it's just e either there or it's not. And I think that um, we're just so fortunate to have the, the amazing resources offered from on our sleeves that we're able to just continue to promote that. So um, that would be my first um, bit of advice. But I think um, kind of going back to what Amanda was saying about hearing what the team members have to say, but listening to your employees, I think that some of our best ideas and some of the greatest successes that we've seen in our campaigns have come from feedback from our employees and our team members. So, you know, they're on the front lines. They they see, they live and breathe what we're doing every day. So listening to them and taking that feedback um, really can only help our campaign in the long run. Um, and just the collaboration, collaborating with um, our employees and our partners. Again, we're just so fortunate to have um, such great partners that on our sleeves. They're always willing to get out in the field and visit our stores. And that, you know, that gets our team members so engaged and excited. Um, so it just, it makes them know and feel that they're making a difference and they're making an impact um, on the, the campaign itself and just on someone's life. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amanda, turning it over to you, what advice would you give a listener that's looking to launch a successful consumer-facing campaign or maybe try something new on a new campaign? That's a good question. I feel like I'm just going to sound exactly like Samantha um, ah. because our, our answers are so similar. Um, so I think the first thing, if you're wanting to do something new or you're getting ready to launch a campaign is um, so much of it just comes back to listening <laughs> and being a good listener. Um, so taking time to learn and listen to your partner and their employees, um, especially if you're launching it and you're growing it, taking the time to get to know them at all levels of their business. 
from cashier to CEO. Um, everyone has an important role to play. Everyone has a unique viewpoint um, and how to make the campaign better and how to you know, get involved with the cause. Um, so it's important to listen at, at all levels um, because everybody's important to that campaign. And then I would say, be patient and take the time to do it right. Um, okay. I think so. So it can be easy sometimes to just run right in, <laughs> but it takes, it pays off to take time to find, as Samantha said, like that, that kind of unique vantage point. And I think that's, you know, the other important piece of that is find your unique space. Um, a lot, and a lot of that comes from taking time to learn from the partner um, and, and launch it correctly. Um, and then for us, especially with Joanne, um, work for that employee buy-in. It is so worth the effort, um, especially when you have a partner like Joanne with their retail stores across the U.S. and um, employees that come from all walks of life. So really taking time to educate their employees and get that buy-in um, so that the employees feel like it's it's not just another thing that they ask for as they're checking out a customer, but that it's something that they can invest their time in. It's something they can invest their talent in, and it's something they can invest their treasure in. Um, and that really helps them to feel connected to the cause and, and more connected, I think, to their employer as well. I love all of your tips and pieces of advice. And I think we could keep talking for a while, but unfortunately, we are coming to a close. So, Samantha, where can people learn more about you and your work at Joanne? Um, you can find more about me um, on my LinkedIn. I would love to connect and always looking, um, you know, to connect and learn and answer questions on any anyone that's looking to start a, um, you know, corporate partnership program. Um, but to learn more about our partnership with Honor Sleeves and any of our corporate giving um, partnerships, um, listeners can go to joanne.com and look under our corporate giving section. Um, we also have a dedicated um, landing page for our Honor Sleeves partnership, which features all of the projects that we've spoken about today. Amanda, what about you? Where can people learn more about you and Honor Sleeves and Nationwide Children's Hospital? Uh, people can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, that's a great, great place to find me. Um, but more importantly, for Honor Sleeves, I would say um, go to honorsleeves.org. Um, and another great resource, uh, especially for all of us on the go, would be to follow us on social media. So we are um, at On Our Sleeves Official on Instagram and at On Our Sleeves on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and that's a great way to not only get to know us a little bit, but especially if you're a working parent, there are lots of great tips on there on a regular basis um, so that you can start important conversations about children's mental health with the kiddos in your lives. Wonderful. Well, we will include all of that in the show notes, which you can find at engageforgood.com. Amanda and Samantha, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your insights with our community. I appreciate it. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. The Engage for Good podcast is produced in partnership with True Story FM, engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Vacheslav Dragunov and Rex Banner. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing just that for our show. But the best thing that you can do to support Engage for Good is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. Thank you for listening. Thank you.